This program was recorded at Sun Bear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Every Day's an Event. I'm your host, Beth Benson, and I am so excited about today's episode. This is the fifth episode where we give you tips on how to celebrate the big and small events of life. Every day can be an event if you choose to make it that way. We have had lots of listeners with great ideas on how they celebrate life. So I'm going to give two shout outs to people who have sent me ways that they celebrated throughout the week. Brittany Holmes is one of my really good friends. She's the owner of Southern Culture Boutique in Ripley. And she also is a special ed teacher at Pine Grove School. She has an Apple Watch. And she said that on St. Patrick's Day, she changed her settings to green. So her watch was green. What an easy, great idea. For Easter, you could change it to pink or yellow or whatever pastel or red for Christmas or orange for Halloween. I was like, what a great idea. So I definitely wanted to give Brittany a shout out for her way to celebrate the everyday little things in life. And then my own sister, Cindy, took our tips from St. Patrick's Day and packed both of her kids' lunches with green cucumbers and green grapes. And she even got them mint chocolate chip ice cream for dessert on St. Patrick's Day so they could have a green dessert. We love those ideas. If you have an idea on how you're making just the everyday little events in life a celebration, please make sure to email theshark1023 at gmail.com to let us know your bright ideas. And now I'm very excited to introduce you to today's guest for the show. Her name is Amberly Glover. She is so special to me. And we are going to be talking about how to host the most perfect tea party. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. And uh, thank you, Beth. I think this is an awesome thing that you're doing for just the listeners at large and especially highlighting the community. So I am Amberly Glover, and I have a modeling and etiquette studio here. And so we do a lot of tea parties on the etiquette side. I'm a big believer in those. I actually grew up in Starkville. My mom and my father both did a lot of entertaining with their jobs. So even from a very young age, I was introduced to how to throw parties, the importance of mingling and getting to love on other people through hosting. And so I love the idea of kind of highlighting a tea party because in my opinion, that's kind of a gateway party because when you learn how to do that, the pressure's really low for a tea party. You're not trying to do heavy hors d'oeuvres or lots of heavy foods. It's just finger foods, right? And so anybody can do this. My mom loved to throw tea parties for her grandkids. That was one of the first things they would ask for when they would run through the door. And the fun thing about that is the more you entertain the more you realize that it really is about loving on people and being with others. You don't have to stress so much about what it is. So now my kids enjoy throwing tea parties. And in fact, my daughter was talking about a tea party today, unbeknownst to her that I was going to be coming here to talk to you (laughs) about throwing tea parties. But we have them often at our house. We have them when others come over. And to my kids, it could be anything. They'll go and grab some chips, some Oreos. Everything's fair game, hot drinks included. And everyone's down for a tea party because it means sweets and yummy drinks. Okay. In our family, boys, girls, adults, no granddaddy or daddy is going to say no to a tea party. They're going to say yes first. They're going to say yes first. Every time, hands down. So it's super fun. But yeah, that's a little bit on my background. I I am a big tea party advocate. And I love that you said that it's like a gateway to how to host a party as an adult. Absolutely. So, And you have a daughter and two little boys. I do. And your little boys also love the tea party just as much as your little girl. Hands down. They? Well, once again, kids, sweets, hot drinks, there's nothing not to like about that. Right. Okay. Right. And so, yeah, um, to me, it's such a good way to get your kids involved in learning how to host, learning how to retrieve items off of the, you know, passing or off of the buffet, because there's an art to mm-hmm. that. 
And if you're not exposed to those situations, and then as you get older, you go to different events, you get invited to different parties, you do not want to be the one that's looking around scared because you don't know how to pull something off of a buffet or that you pass to the right. You know, you want to expose your kids. And if you are scared of them breaking glasses or things, then you know what? Take your party outside. You can totally do that. You can Um, use plastic. Plastic is great. But I am a believer in putting glass in their hands. So go pick up an inexpensive set from Dollar Tree or Walmart or wherever you want to get it. Amazon, my goodness. Yes. Get an inexpensive set that you're not going to cringe at when they want to have a tea party. Let them actually retrieve the dishes. Let them set it up. Let them use those so that they get comfortable because so much in life is just how much you're exposed to something. That's right. And knowing that you have the confidence to hold a teacup properly you know, Beth, I don't know about you. I don't stick my pinky up in the air when I hold a teacup. Well, I do sometimes just to make myself feel fancy. Just to giggle. But <laughs> yeah, I'm all for that. But for normally I don't. Yes, I don't. True. Yes. Okay, so what are some of your favorite foods? If it's not just grabbing the chips and grabbing the Oreos. Right, if we're what? actually going to do a proper tea party. Yes. Sure. Okay, so let's go there. So generally people think of tea parties. They think of scones and biscuits, which I'm a fan of by mm-hmm. all means. Um, and obviously they think of the cucumber sandwiches, right? That's right. like the traditional. And I do actually like cucumber and cream cheese sandwiches. Um, just a tip. So for like if you're going to have a tea party, then you're going to want to remove the crust. That's like basic etiquette for a tea party sandwich okay but um there are other ways to flip that too so like maybe you love the little ham and cheese rolls you know Mm -hmm. the warm rolls or uh you want to do maybe it's a kids and you want to do what's called fairy sandwiches have you heard of a fairy sandwich nor had i until this christmas i was at a cookies cookies and gingerbread house event very hallmark (laughs) and so uh one of the hostesses she actually removed and you know you cut your that is also basic etiquette tip for our tea party you need to cut your sandwich cut the crust off and then cut them either in rectangles or small squares mm-hmm. or you can use the little biscuit cutter and make them round which I really like yes. personally mm-hmm. but she did PB&J sandwiches and then here's the cl- the clincher she took sugar you know sugar crystals like sprinkles yeah. uh-huh. and she like did the edges dip the edges <gasps> all around in that and she called them fairy how sandwiches how cute is that it was pretty rock I cannot wait till Rosie eats a fairy sandwich I'm just throwing that out there I like that so any type of sandwich truly goes but a fun fact for just tea party in general because everybody thinks they're so fancy and it has evolved into being a fancy affair but in the beginning way back when um, high tea was actually enjoyed by like the British working class it makes me think of the Queen of England it was their supper though so it was really heavy fare it wasn't these tea party sandwiches and these cute little tea cookies and all such as that it was actually their their supper but over time it evolved to become kind of the fancier thing we were actually at the Grand um, Hotel in Point Clear Alabama Mm -hmm. this week earlier this week and they have uh, tea every day Mm-hmm. And that is like my ch- my children's favorite, one of their favorite things I to go. I love that. And all they do at the Grand, it actually used to be a little bit more uh, fancy. They used to have like clotted cream for the tea and stuff. But now they've scaled back a little bit. <laughs> and um, and so now they just, they have the different coffee offerings and they have tea. And they just have about five different selections of cookies. And that's it. And then they do have, of course, when you have your tea or your coffee, then you do want to have like your lime and your lemon and you want to have yes. your sugar packets and your milk and just to kind of make it in your honey, just to make it kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But um, that's just kind of an interesting an interesting fact that it used to be supper. 
That is that is very, very interesting. Yeah. Who knew? Okay, let me ask this because I know some little kids, the only hot drink they'll drink is like hot chocolate. I'm for it. So how do you but how do you did you just start giving your kids hot tea and they just ended up liking it? So I think it's one of those things that if they're exposed to it, I mean, there are so many different flavors of tea. So any hot drink is appropriate in my opinion. And, you know, we're getting into the spring, the summer months, it's going to be warm. Um, So, you know, you could totally do the tea over ice. I'm not just saying like traditional black tea over ice. You could do passion tea or anything like that. Sweet tea. Mm -hmm. You can have sweet tea at a tea party in Mississippi. Indeed. Yes. Okay, Amberly. what about how you set your table? I saw this idea on Pinterest or something that you could even just get like a teacup or a little bit larger mug and go pick some flowers out of your yard, put it in the middle of the table. That's easy for your kids to do. You don't have to go buy a vase. You probably already have a little teacup. Do you think that that just makes it a little bit more special whenever you have a little bit of flowers and a centerpiece? I think that's a necessity personally. Absolutely. I think there are lots of ways that you can add to the festivities, but the flowers are super simple. Um, yeah, definitely using tea pitchers to put the flowers in, other cups. I do that all the time, actually, even for parties, like adult parties. Let me go ahead and get that out there. But anything, anything is appropriate. Let them take the lead. You know, maybe you say, oh, we need a centerpiece. Whatever they pick, even if it's a plastic Spider-Man cup, let it be because you can just praise them for doing that. They are learning the art of how to set a mood. And that's important. I love doing the music. My mom was a big, she always had all these different fun little hats. And so they would always put it boys and girls, Mm -hmm. men, women, we all wore fun little hats. And that was just, that was just something that made it extra special. It was a festive touch. If you want to add a little extra to the table, place cards are super fun. Mm -hmm. Let the kids kind of make them. They don't even have to have your name or they could, but they can just like cut out some little paper and do that. And anything to get them engaged. Those are skills that are best learned through the action. Right. Because you and I can talk about it all day, but until you experience it, there's there's a certain knowledge that you can't have until you walk that walk. Right? That's right. Yes. And okay, you just mentioned that adults can have a tea party too. Absolutely. And I know that a lot of us are fans of Downton Abbey. Yes. And there's a new movie coming out for Downton Abbey, I think May 20th. Okay. So they so do. maybe you and your adult friends could have an adult tea party for like the premiere tea party Absolutely. for Downton Abbey. And I think that that, let's go ahead and let's touch on that for just a second. So tea parties sometimes are used for special occasions such as baby showers or um, a reception or wedding showers. But in reality, I think that they're... You know, one of the best uses of a tea party is to celebrate others. It's just to gather friends together, gather families together, and just love on them. And they're fun because they're stress-free. You pretty much have all of the food ready prior to, right? And it's not hard food to make. It's not hard food to make. If you're going to do it outside, get it in the shade. Everybody appreciates that. (laughs) But in reality... It's fun. I think it's important to do parties and to do gatherings that are not just celebrating somebody's birthday or somebody's anniversary. I think it's important to show the value of gathering and loving on others in a special way. Just any day. Any day. Every day is That's right. That's right. Indeed. (laughs) Thanks, Amberly. Okay, I hope that all of our listeners are going to plan a tea party in the coming weeks. If you do, please let us know. I know I'm planning one in my head right now. If you do host a tea party or have any other ideas, please make sure to email us at theshark1023 at gmail.com and let us know how it went. That's all we have today for Every Day's an Event. I want to thank Amberly Glover for being here. That was wonderful. Can't wait for a tea party. Make sure to tune in next week at 11 for more tips on how to celebrate 
everything that's exciting in your life. If you can't catch us at 11, go to shark1023.com and you can click on the interview tab. Shark1023.com. Click on the interview tab and take a listen. You can also subscribe to the Mississippi Hills Cast podcast wherever you download your podcast. There are so many ways to listen and we hope that you listen a lot. Everybody have a great day and don't forget to make each day an event. 